0: Thank <laughs>
2: And welcome this is the world of boating greg your first mate that is me along with captain patrick we are your crew uh if that weren't enough and it never would be uh we also have captain rusty on with us as well at least for the first segment
1: rusty how are you i'm doing incredibly well as always thank you captain greg or first mate greg
2: yeah i've been promoted no no you,
3: haven't you have not you sure no
2: yeah,
1: Rusty says yes.
3: The, o- the only The only way you get close to being a captain is when you open up a box of Captain Crunch. That's, okay, That's as close
2: as you are going to get. If that's all it takes, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Barry the Boater might be with us. Barry, can you hear me now? Barry the Boater. He can't hear me. No, he's not. So I thought he was, but he's having some technical difficulties uh, getting hooked up today. But uh, at some point, Barry the Boater may join us. Uh, and, and talk about boating because because we never do that well after right after <laughs> we do the show today i 'm heading down to South Florida to do some boating again, yeah, because the lobsters are calling my name i thought i thought didn 't that i thought many wasn't mini season just didn 't it just happen yeah, and then the regular season opened this past monday so
4: wait wait, be, wait
3: wait 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 wait. How much time is between mini-season and regular lobster season? About a
2: week and a half. What is the point? Well, b- the mini-season is a two-day sports season for 48 hours where the recreational divers in Florida get a head start on the commercial lobster men who then, shortly thereafter the mini-season, set their traps for the season. So, so that following Saturday, so mini-season was like uh, last Wednesday and Thursday of July every year. That following weekend is when the commercial lobstermen drop their traps, and then they get to sink them for about a week or so, and then the regular lobster season for all recreational divers in Florida opens up about a week later after that, and so now we are in regular. That is far, far too complicated.
3: Why don't you just 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 have a recreational lobster season and a commercial lobster season?
2: And just well, be done with it. Well there is, but they add the addition of the mini season for the recreational divers to get a you know, get a jump on the commercial lobster trap so they have a better <laughs> shot at catching lobster.
3: All right. So it goes mini lobster season mm-hmm. for the recreational divers. Yeah. Then it goes to recreational lobster season and no. then commercial lobster season. You, you flip the last two. Okay. Commercial. So- Then so how how much time between commercial lobster season and recreational lobster
2: season? It's about a week. What is the point? Well, they want to give the commercial lobster men a few days to set their traps without the divers, you know, in the water at the same time. So you
3: can't go diving at all recreationally for for lobster during commercial lobster season?
2: No. Then Uh, what is the point? No. Once again, they set their traps at the beginning of the season, Patrick. And, and let them soak for a few days before the commercial or before the recreational season is opened up for the rest of the year, which is for both commercial and recreational. I mean, it's kind of one and the same, but the recreational, uh, you know, lobster guys uh, have to wait about a week after the commercial lobster men set their traps. So Rusty, are you following
1: soak. this? You know, I'm listening to the logic, but, you know, <laughs> I I just... <laughs> It, it, yeah, you know, it, it just seems like it's a lot of bureaucracy. You know, know
3: yeah, and you're exactly right, Rusty. That what I see is it's a way for the state to make more money and for the dive shops and the uh, outfitters to make more money to split the season up into like eight different segments. The, there is three. You got mini lobster season, commercial, commercial. lobster season, and recreational then, lobster well, season. Well,
2: stop. That's it.
3: And soon you will have the pre, no, mini season. You'll have the mini, mini season. No, that's not true. <laughs> the
2: and then you'll have, then have
3: the post-lobster season com- where they'll allow you three days to go and clean up all the remnants. No,
2: no, no. You're confusing people <laughs> unnecessarily.
3: And
1: we're going to have a micro a micro season.
3: There you go. That's when you go out and get shrimp
2: because those are little
1: baby <laughs> lobsters.
2: Spoken like true boatsmen as opposed to lobstermen or lobster slayers like myself. You know, you're, look. You're a you lobster wanna, tickler. If you want to, no, I'm not. I'm a looper. I, I I don't tickle. I loop. Well, actually, I'll tickle in a in a particular. Uh huh. I'll, I'll use a tickle stick. You uh-huh. know, in specific instances when it's necessary. Only when it enhances the mood of the lobster. And how do you know that the lobster's mood has been enhanced? They'll come out from under that crack, and I'll uh, I'll be able to grab them. So, anyway, there's enough about lobster. We'll leave that to Scooper Radio because that's more of a diving thing. But Barry the Boater is going to join me for that, and I was going to head out uh, with him tomorrow and do some uh, boat diving for lobsters. Watch the weather. You asked.
3: Watch the weather. It's, it's, it's turning nasty in a heartbeat in Florida right now.
2: No, it actually, it's been back and forth, but right now it looks pretty good.
3: Did you just not see what happened outside the studio in the last hour and a half?
2: That blow that's blowing through. I'm gonna be down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, because it doesn't rain or get nasty. Actually Sunday money looks really, really good. Mm -hmm. But it has been going back and forth. I know. But uh, but now it looks great. I was so looking out for your well
3: being, and you're 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 trashing me for actually saying. I'm be not careful. trashing you. I'm yeah, just you saying, are. You're like,
2: there nah, you know. I'm, I'm watching the weather and right now. Looks player. good. I,
3: I can go out in all kinds of weather. They, well, the weather because, wouldn't dare turn on
2: Greg. Well, just because it's crappy in Orlando today doesn't mean it's. Besides, crappy down I'll be in under the
3: water. water. We don't have weather under the water.
2: Uh, well, there's a certain amount of truth to that. <laughs>
3: there's a lot of truth to that.
2: Yeah. But you still got to get to those spots, and that's where it gets a little tricky. Yeah,
3: what are you going in? About fifteen feet?
2: No, we, we may go deeper. We may do the second and third reef around forty, forty, fifty. We did uh, shallow stuff on mini season, and when we went real shallow, we didn't do that well. So wait a we minute, down.
3: you told us you told us the show two weeks ago. It was the best <laughs> mini season ever. You had caught so many lobsters. Yeah, when
2: we were in like thirty, forty feet of water. Yeah.
3: You, well, we can't did keep, both.
2: You, you can't keep your story straight. Yes, I can. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, All that matters is that I'm right, even when I'm wrong. Just remember that, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Haven't you learned that after so if many years? If only there was somebody else, maybe, who's currently running
4: the Bury the Boater? I
2: don't know. Thing. Barry the Boater could try, mm-hmm. but he can't seem to hear us or something. I don't know. Uh, Rusty, what's going on up at yeah. uh, Jacksonville Marine?
3: How about you? You
1: know, the, the day, the day, I don't know if it's a sad day or not, but you know, I started doing these weekly meetings with all of our employees. yeah. I started a day, and I, I, my one with Heather didn't go extremely well. Uh-oh. Wait, now, is Heather the one who's been on the air with us? Yeah.
4: Uh,
3: and you destroyed her spirit? <laughs> How could you possibly do that?
1: <laughs> you know, I really didn't. Um, this just wasn't the right place. But It was a nice mutual thing. She left a while ago, she, but she was happy. I, was, I, was, you know, I wasn't i was—you was know—I happy, but, but her and my, my other partner, my business partner, they just didn't really get along. Really? Hmm. Yeah, she would have made a. She would. She would be great at a lot of things. She'd be a great salesman or some other stuff. She just wasn't a great admin.
2: A great admin in what sense? You mean for the website
1: stuff? No, administrator. Uh, yeah, just, administration. Administration. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Kind of like a uh, like secretarial sort of thing. She just yeah. she, she had way too much energy for that.
2: Uh huh. And so, that's what wait, you're. Uh, your your uh, co-owner or whatever or co-manager yeah that,
1: that that's that's what we really needed um, mm. and so they, they just seemed to not not do well together so you know at the end of the day then she was actually I told her I said this isn't right the right place right job for you you're going to do she'll do very well other places she'll make more money she'll be very successful successful so you know it, I wanted what was best for her and you know and it was cause starting to cause tension around here so
3: yeah, well, on. we 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 picked up on that Freudian slip there, by the way. Just so you know,
1: <laughs> I'll I'll tell you
3: during the break,
2: Greg. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, but me and her still, we were good, good friends. You know, it was just it was it was a good timing. Plus, actually, it, it's it's excellent timing for us because as things start to slow down, then any time people quit, um, that works out better because that way we don't have to pay anybody for the next few months. And always can, a can bright side with fun. you. Yeah. It, you know it is. It is, isn't it?
2: The cup is always, half
3: you know,
1: if they were
2: I.
3: What I do frequently when it gets to be slow season up here in Jacksonville Marine is, I put dollar bills out on the highway and I send the staff out and say, "Hey, somebody dropped a dollar bill, go get it." And you know what? If they get hit by a car and killed, you know, it works to our benefit because then I don't have to fire them, and uh, I, they, you know, I can restaff during when it gets busy
1: again. The power Somebody's of positive thinking. a job thinking. next year, and you know, we can do that. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, there you go. I, I, will,
1: I will tell you this, though, and, and I know everybody faces this, but I swear, we struggle so hard to find qualified workers, especially techs. It's just it's terrible to try to find really highly quali- qualified or skilled technicians, workers, um And this comes up a lot in all the dealership conferences and meetings we go to, but I still just have not seen a solution.
3: Well, your your solution is uh, the path you have to take is a tough one because anybody who's good in the business is gainfully employed. And I'll tell you how to find that person when we come back. On the World of Boating. Stay close.
2: To start your aviation adventure. Call 407 896 0077. That's 407 896 0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com.
0: Be an explorer in
4: the other two thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it.
1: Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver.
4: Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Cava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Cava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done.
0: What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? And the light in the morning. She raises hey, she rises, hey, hey, she raises hey, hey, she rises in
2: the morning. This is the world of voting. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, and Rusty as well from uh, Jacksonville, Moraine. He is with us at least for one more segment. And you're welcome, by the way for the rejoined music oh yeah the drunken sailor song you like that huh i sent it to you yeah well actually this is a different version of the one that you sent me but that's fine this one's that one was a little more upbeat that i picked the one you were like (laughs) yeah couldn't understand a word no man it's it's
3: look we had we had that listener that recommended this that, that celtic thrash metal nautical stuff that we could barely make out and then i was like greg have you not ever heard of the dropkick murphys or flogging molly or and you're like no nah, i've never nope. heard of any of these bands and it's like all right i'm gonna send you some songs okay and maybe for the first time in 10
2: years we can actually get some new rejoin music that i actually picked okay well uh all the songs you will hear on the world of boating today were Specifically picked by Captain Wait, Patrick. All of them? Yeah. Well, I didn't pick the artist from that one. I just,
3: I, that's not actually well, you the, song, the song, that song I picked. It is the
2: song. But it's, it's just not the different. artist. Well, it, what difference is it, it made? It, it, it means song. a lot, man. It's okay. all in how you sing it. Well, if you like Captain Patrick's picks, you can let us know. <laughs> and then I'll say, ah, yeah, whatever. If you liked it, if if you didn't, then I'll Listen, blame him.
3: anything other than Shirley Temple and the Good Ship Lollipop. All okay.
2: Right? Enough nonsense. Let's talk about some other nonsense. All right, so uh to get uh well Rusty it, some
3: good help. It, this this is industry wide right now. Uh from manufacturing to dealerships. Um it it's a problem in finding qualified, experienced uh technicians, whether that's people who have been through the engine service schools or people that are A B Y C uh, certified in electrical systems, uh, waste systems, people who know how to install electronics. And what happens now, Greg, is the boats are so much more technologically advanced. You're dealing with um, NEMA 2000 connections, powered backbones, where are we pulling power from, what's connecting to what, where's this taking its information from. It's not just hooking up a a, a ground and a power wire anymore and giving life to a display that is hooked up to you know a GPS antenna or to an open or closed-array radar. Mm-hmm. There's so much more involved with it. So what Rusty has going for him is location, which is he's in an area where the weather is nice most of the year. Um, so as he looks to the Midwest... Um, the upper Midwest Great Lakes area um, even up into Canada, and finding those technicians that are listen i'm tired of the Michigan winners you know of being out of work for six months um, and then having to go like crazy for four months you know five months during the season uh, i'm ready for a change and i'm I'm looking to uh make a move down so for rusty it's when you go to these when you go to your Uh, your manufacturers service schools Mm -hmm. which if they offer those it's making contacts with service technicians that are there from other dealerships and don't feel bad about poaching from other dealerships
1: are you doing that rusty no i'm actually not um that would be a good idea because that's where the people are who want to learn more and you know yeah, well, yeah. you have to be
2: aggressive, be, be well, aggressive. No, what we're yeah, talking about, Greg, like is, the idea.
3: is when the mm-hmm. manufacturers, when the boat manufacturers, a lot of them will yearly or every two years or whatever, they'll have in-house service schools for the dealers. And so they'll have in-house sales schools for the dealers as well. So their sales staff can come in and learn the boats. And, you know, what's new, what's different, and then they can leave and completely forget all about it when they go to sell a boat. Mm -hmm. The service technicians will come in for service schools and they'll be able to get into specific models. And a lot of times the manufacturers will have their vendors come in, engine manufacturers, generator manufacturers, air conditioning manufacturers, learn where the systems are, learn how to troubleshoot and how to do you know, basic repairs. And a lot of times now, it's just making contact with those manufacturers, with their tech lines, and saying, look, I'm on the boat, and this is the model AC unit I have, and this is what I've got going on. And a lot of times, it's taken care of that way. But when you go to these manufacturers, when you go to those service schools, as Rusty should do, then you make contacts, and you find out who's working up you know, out in the Midwest, right. who's working, you know, in Michigan and Illinois and Missouri and maybe is looking for a change of scenery, not because they're unhappy where they are, just weather can just really grates on you after a while, especially when a lot of these places, they'll work like crazy for the summer and they can't even do any winter work because they're completely snowed in. Like when I was up on Sturgeon Bay, right. the dealership up there was like, no, you don't understand. When we shut down, we're done, and our technicians will head south, and they'll pick up contract work You know,
2: for the summer. They'll head down to the Keys. Are you doing that, Rusty? Uh,
1: no, we're not picking up the contract work or anything like that, but I, I do know that I think the location could be extremely helpful, and I'm not going to dealers like, Captain, or manufacturers, like Captain Patrick said, which I think is a really good idea. Now, now Captain Patrick, so you're saying I should go to these, like, Yamaha schools.
3: Well, not the not the Yamaha schools, but, like, if Chris Craft has a service school, if, right. um, uh, is it Bennington that you're carrying? Bennington and Stingray, yeah. Okay, so if they have service schools, and that's reaching out to your regional sales manager, and, hey, do you guys have service schools? Uh, yes, we do. Here's when we have them. And then you know that service technicians from around the country, from other dealerships, are going to be there. And hey, you know, um, um, my name's Rusty Gardner, and I, yeah, I have Jacksonville Marine in sunny Jacksonville, where it's you know, I have average temperatures, 82 degrees year round, mm. work all year round, you know, steady work. Um, and you'll find somebody for sure that is a good qualified technician, right. but they're just tired of the locale where they're working it's not that they're unhappy with their with the place where they're working it's just really the environment the the temperature the extreme cold things of that nature and they may just be like you know what florida sounds pretty darn
2: good Mm-hmm. yeah well, well, that makes sense up. yeah now you got your sales pitch to find work yeah and then I, as I'll soon as that. it gets uh, to be about what uh june beginning of june end of may it's too damn hot <laughs> and then the guys come from up north and poaches his people from Florida. Well, no, yeah. because, because,
3: again, if you have steady work, you take care of your employees, you have a positive work environment, which Rusty has, uh, even though we know that he is actually secretly a serial killer that dispose of th- th- his, his last employee, she didn't leave. You know, she, she, she's <laughs> out. She's out go in a lobster. Disappeared. She's, she's out in a lobster trap somewhere as yeah, bait. Yeah, um, got to do what you got to do. Rusty, right. Rusty is the real life Dexter, <laughs> by the way. Really?
2: Um, I'm sure he appreciate uh, appreciates that uh, there.
3: But, um, but, but you know, poaching. You know, uh, luring employees away from other dealerships. There, it's perfectly legal in the manufacturing and in the uh, dealership level.
2: All right. Well, Rusty, get to it. We'll let you go, and, and uh, we'll continue on without you so you can go get some All people. All right. You guys have a great day. we Will do. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to
0: the World of Boating Radio Network.
2: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, and Captain Patrick, we are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, I am planning to do some uh, lobster diving tomorrow, and just a little heads up, we didn't get this out here earlier, uh, and I want to make sure we do because we did have an incident, not during lobster mini season, but uh, just this past week I heard about a diver getting run over. Uh, by a boat and it was kind of a hit and run kind of situation so you know the divers are out there big time right now if you're boating up and down the florida coast and if you don't know what that dive flag means it means that there's someone in the water so the boaters are supposed to maintain you know a certain distance away the divers are supposed to stay close to their bag or uh, close to their uh their flag and uh, and we don't we shouldn't have these kind of incidents, but they always you know have a tendency to pop up. So just know there's more divers potentially in the water right now because of the Florida spiny lobster season just opening up. So be a little uh, aware, you know, if you're a boater, especially because you don't want to be in that situation you know i mean it's not, obviously it's terrible for the for the diver because they are always going to lose that battle between uh you know being in the water scuba diving and the boat
3: yeah well this was a apparently this was a 40 to 60 foot sport fisherman yeah. uh, with a black bottom which means it's bottom painted uh, amazing that they haven't been able to find this boat yet um don't know for sure that they knew that they struck
2: somebody. Right, yeah, yeah. It's like hard, they, they hard could have say. thought it was anything because he was coming up from underwater. And who's to say that it wasn't partly the diver's fault either. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, he might not have been close to his flag. There could have been some other issues there. So, you know, there can be some blame for both sides. Uh-huh. But regardless, you've got to be aware. You've got to be on the lookout for this potential problem because there are a lot more divers in the water right now in Florida because they're out there taking advantage of, of Florida spiny lobster season.
3: Well, there was, there was another boat there. I mean, when he was hit, it damaged his tank and his breathing apparatus. They were able to get him on. It, it, the boat that he was diving off of was close enough. To where they were able to get him on board. And, um, you know, he looks like he's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You and I have talked about this at length uh, on the show. Again, when I'm transiting boats back and forth, you know, off the coast, I go far, far outside because I know these areas where divers tend to be. Yeah. And it's awfully hard to spot those dive flags sometimes. It is.
2: You have to be just aware and on the lookout when you know there's more people in the water.
3: More coming up. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
1: State mental institution, uh, we chartered the boat. We're going to go fishing, and uh, that's all there is to it. But I won't try myself to
0: sleep, cause my soul no longer weeps. But my body lies in the heart
2: of the sea. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick's music today. Hopefully you're enjoying it. If not, send your complaints to Patrick at worldofboating.com. All right, so we got other news and information to share with everyone today, do we not, Patrick? We do. Um,
3: boy, where do we start, um, Greg? You got a spare five hundred thousand laying around? Well, always. All right, and you've always dreamt of that having your own private island. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, now I don't want to pay for it though. Well, you got to pay for this one—an mm. abandoned fort that was used to defend the British during World War One. Is up for sale along with the private island it sits on. And island is a uh, – well, I'll show you a picture. A subjective uh, term? Yeah. Um, it's located off the coast of Pembrokeshire in the United Kingdom. So yeah. you got to travel a little bit. Okay. The fort is called Stack Rock Fort. So that should give you kind of an idea of what you're probably going to encounter. Uh, it was built in 1850, disarmed in 1929. Um, but it is – uh, pretty cool if you are looking for that private island with a nice structure on it, you yeah know? I mean that 's not too shabby, but you 're not going to find a lot of vegetation i don 't think no i don 't yeah, see any yeah, so if you're if you're thinking tropical island off the coast of the u k not going to happen, but if you wanted that peace and solitude. Nothing better than a World War One era fort. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just looks like it needs a little sod. Yeah, I mean, you could rearm that thing pretty quickly. I mean, yeah, b- Put a couple that. cannon in there. Right. And, uh, right. Right. You know, but uh, it's barely, and eye- it looks more like a reef um, than an island.
2: Well, a little sand spit. I, gu- I guess
3: the there is. I guess there it. is some greenery, but yeah. You know, as as you look at it, and you could find this at uh, worldofboating.com or the World of Boating Facebook. and you can pick it up for Uh, a measly what half million i mean that that is a steal no no two ways about it half million dollar just just a half million dollars just to be able to say i have my own island
2: yeah that's been condemned you can't build anything on it there's probably all kinds of restrictions and things there's a
3: fort there if they built a fort you could pretty much do whatever you want
2: maybe but knowing how restrictive they are that's pretty sweet. Yeah, well, it's you're still I, bragging rights. Again,
3: if I, had, if I had a spare half mil. Um, Come on, you have it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, 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 when we renew, renegotiate my contract, right? All um, right. Now, here is something that came across the uh, World of Boating Newswire this week, which is shocking. Something that we have never heard before, never talked about. Um, you and our listeners will be absolutely stunned. By this bit of news, okay? I'm Are listening. you ready? Yes. Rich men will go to crazy lengths to cheat on board their yachts. Have you ever heard of
2: such a thing? Mm, never. So poor, uh, poor boaters won't do that. They don't don't go to much. Well, they do. It's just, just it, more it, out in the open. You're, with you're,
3: it? you're doing you're doing it on a uh, in a uh, a canoe or on a uh, 1970s era pontoon boat you right. know uh versus a yacht but i guess there's this show uh we've barely talked about it in the past called below deck um, which follows these uh yacht crews and their lifestyles of the uh right the rich Spick and holes. rich and shameless yeah
2: i've heard i've seen a little bit of it but i have not watched uh uh, many episodes. Yeah. What, a lo- it, a it, lot
3: of this comes from one of these one of these people that were on this show. Oh, uh, so
2: you know it, it has to be yeah, legit yeah. and scientific yeah. and all the, that. This person named Brooke Lawton
3: uh, said she's often put aside her own values to make guests happy. Infer with that what you will. Uh, at the con, she's film a ve- At the con, at the con, film. Just festival. saying, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it to me. Your hate mail to Greg at. Worldofboating.com. Um, um, sounds like a duck. Yeah. At the Cannes Film Festival two years ago, Lawton said one yacht owner's grown son and his pals had uh, prostitutes come aboard while no! while their wives Surprise! while their wives were out shopping. Our, our staff would be radioing uh, from ashore to make sure the prostitutes were gone before the wives returned. So in that twenty minute period. 20 minutes, man, they did not get their money's worth. Uh, I'd have to change all the sheets and get rid of uh, any sort of telltale signs like condoms that anyone else had been there. At least they were practicing safe sex Hmm. with the prostitutes. Uh, It's gross. It's so gross, she said. Uh, According to Mark Cronin, creator of the Bravo reality series, it's a standard thing that a boat has two configurations. One for the wife and one for the mistress. It's common for the staff to redecorate in between visits, remove photographs, and change the bedspreads because the one the wife likes is different than the one the mistress likes. Oh, jeez! So, I mean, they are painting a a, a with a broad brush, right? Um, that all yacht owners uh, engage in such uh, debauchery. Um, so, what, how do you feel about that? I say fake news. I think there's probably a certain amount of truth
2: that goes to it, no more than any other boater or person on land. But um, I would think that it would
3: be harder to cheat on a yacht than, say, on land, because when you're on a yacht, it's a you're within a confined space, mm-hmm. okay, and if you have your girlfriend. Or whatever, right. come over and while your wife is out shopping with the kids, yeah, you are rolling the dice. You know, while you are on fire and there's not a fire extinguisher within you know uh, twenty feet of you. Well, yeah, but
2: they come back early. and All you do, you, you, you throw, throw her her your overboard clothes.
3: exactly. Here's yeah. your clothes. Jump. She's the new hire. <laughs> you yes, know? she's the masseuse.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I think, so I, I
3: think you, you you just take more of a risk with that. It would be different if you had a yacht, and again, a yacht. But the
2: bottom line is, this is just uh, news crap that's come from this reality TV show. Well, of
3: course, it's this whole so show again, is news
2: crap. Grade. Well, yeah, but I'm just. I mean, we don't want to present this as any kind of you know scientific data that shows you know rich boaters. I didn't present cheat it as more. as, as that's the headline. Data.
3: That's the headline of the story. But I didn't present it as scientific well, data. I didn't say, and nobody said it was like the Mayo but Clinic. The headline or, you know, is
2: is misleading, and I don't think it, uh, it's accurate. And I, I hate this kind of stuff. I don't like it because we boaters are good people, and to sit there and, and throw that kind of are, are we talking headline. about like the same boater that just ran over the uh, scuba diver? Well, we, we, once like, again, we don't know the story behind that. We don't know if he even knows. So, you you know, you don't know. So I don't want to judge in that regard. All I'm saying is that uh, paint with that broad brush like that and call boaters, you know, rich boaters, you know w- willing to cheat more often than regular people or landlubbers i think is nonsense i don't i don't like it i think it's uh, it's not fair then why did you have me talk about the story because i
3: gave you a rundown i wanted the to, i wanted to break. set the record straight and, and, like and, and, hey don't
2: believe that fake news
3: and you said yes that one that one well, are uh, I mean, eyes the lit up? I mean, you got this we're glow out your face. We're setting the record straight. You're foaming out your mouth.
2: That is the point. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get it out there. Like, mm-hmm. hey, don't believe this garbage. Listen, you've traveled the world. We I all know been. that. Yes,
3: you're, you're Greg, the scuba diver, world traveler. Mm-hmm. Have you ever scuba dived? Is it scuba dived or scuba dove? Yes. Okay, off the coast of Namibia. Nam- no, no, is that South Africa. Uh, it's Africa. Yeah. Uh, I have well, not. Have you ever heard of the Skeleton Coast
2: mm, not off really. Namibia? No.
3: Nope. Okay. Well, there's a shipwreck hotel okay. that just opened, um, and it is the Shipwreck Lodge on Namibia's Skeleton Coast. Guests can stay in cabins designed to echo the rusted carcasses of ships that mm. were smashed on the country's inhospitable shores. Um, those wrecks aren't the only reason. Uh, this, That's called the Skeleton Coast. The sand dunes are also covered with whale and seal bones from the 19th century. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, if you're going to go cheat on your spouse, Shipwreck Hotel. You think? Oh, yeah. Why? Since my wife left me, ba-dum, ba-dum, I found a new place to go. Da-dum, da-dum. Yeah. yeah. It's at, at the end of... uh
2: Shipwreck Hotel.
3: Skeleton Coast. It's called uh, Shipwreck Hotel. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah, see? Uh, And, yes, there are human skeletons on Skeleton Oh, that makes it so much more appealing. Two, the remains of all the sailors who lost their lives to rough seas, jagged rocks.
2: Honey, isn't this romantic? Opaque. Look at
3: the dead guy. Listen, when you've gone everywhere else in the world... You want to mark it off the list? Why not go to, I mean, a place where maybe not a lot of people have gone as of yet... Because they never want to... and see all this stuff i i think it, it would actually be
2: kind of cool to do uh um, okay if they have like real accommodations in it and they've fixed it up maybe it would have a slight appeal but i just picture an old dilapidated shipwreck here yeah here's a sleeping bag see you in the morning what's wrong with that oh boy
0: you're listening to the world of boating radio network
1: you know, this might be the thing, a boat. Is it hard to take care of a boat? Not a little boat like this. And you have to have your license and you have to... Have no, like nothing. This. It's like a slide whistle. Anyone could buy one.
2: Oh, the phones will rise with the sleep still in their eyes And they'll jerk from the beds and think they're dreaming But they'll pitch themselves and squeal And they'll know that it's for real The hour when the ship comes in this is the world of Voting. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, navigating the latest voting news and information. Come on, you're digging it, aren't you? That's that's an okay song. I thought I like that was all right. It's not. It's no Bruce Springsteen. Or, well, that's true. Or Jimmy Buffett. It's no Jimmy Buffett. But yeah, that's it'll that's do. very true, and for good reason. <laughs> yes. All right. So we have a few minutes left. Yeah, I uh, just
3: wanted to to one. Uh, clear up a couple things. One, yes, uh, Namibia. That is uh, South Africa's, uh, what would be their West Coast. Uh,
2: What's its TripAdvisor rating? Uh,
3: 10. Um, Angola is to the north. Yeah. Uh, Botswana would be uh, inland. And the hotels, the the uh, shipwreck hotels, if you will, uh, which you could find on com and World of Boating Facebook page, that's what they look like, Greg. So... You're able to tour the the rusted out, you know, skeletons along the coast and the, the real skeletons as well. But this is actually what you're staying in, which is pretty nice accommodations.
2: Hmm. They're pretty sweet, right? Okay. Th- right there on the beach. Maybe if they've cleaned it up a little, maybe it looks. Uh, it doesn't look like a boat, though. I well, guess of it looks course, like it
3: looks like a boat. How does that not look like a boat? It doesn't look like a boat to me. It's got a pointed bow. It's made out of wood. Yeah. It's boat-shaped, and it's even got round portholes in it. Mm. How does that not look like a boat? What does it look like to you? A box?
2: That's a boat, my friend. Okay. We'll go with that. I can't see it that well. Yeah. I got to get a new prescription on these these goggles. Anyway, moving on. Book um, your stay. You can stay there next week and give us a full all report.
3: All right. Last story before we leave. So uh, did you ever see the movie The Italian Job? No.
2: Oh, yeah, no. I did. Yeah, the Robert Redford uh, one, right? No, the remake with Wahlberg. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I did, actually. Okay. So, recently, uh,
3: on July 30th, two thieves boldly walked into the Strangnass Cathedral in Sweden, mm-hmm. smashed a glass case, grabbed two crowns and an orb displayed inside, and disappeared with their ill-begotten royal crown jewels in broad daylight with alarms sounding all over the place. And uh, how do you think they made their escape?
2: Well, I don't remember how the movie went. So, Well, this is real life. This well, is, this they, is, uh, they obviously used that as a blueprint for their... Yeah. Police believe
3: they rode stolen black bikes from the cathedral to the banks of Lake Millar, jumped into their waiting getaway speedboat, And disappeared.
1: Hmm. Which was the
2: same as the movie, wasn't it?
3: Kind of part of it, where I think they were going through the canals of Venice. Yeah. Um, Hearing the details of this crime, it's hard to decide if these criminals were extremely lucky or ingeniously efficient. I would go with, as most voters are, ingeniously lucky. Okay. Um, So I'm going to combine the two. So um, the police, of course, are trying to find them. The problem is Lake Malar is one of the biggest lakes in Sweden. Want to take a guess about how many islands exist out on Lake Malar? Hmm. Higher. Um, Higher still?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll, I'll go with three. Uh, way cold, okay. like
3: as cold as it was probably uh, how many? Uh, sorry, Eight over 8,000.
2: There's 8,000 islands in a lake? Okay. Numbering around 8,000, the Lake Millar. That's going to bring down property values, So that half try, a million dollar island we were selling earlier. Trying to go into all the little nooks and crannies, trying to find this boat
3: um, and the crown jewels, as it were. Uh, probably not going to happen. Uh, the stolen pieces were made explicitly for the burials of King Charles the Ninth, also known as Carl the Ninth, and his wife Queen Christina the Elder. This is one of those times when I wish Bill was here because he could do like a Swedish accent, which he would wind up sounding like the Swedish chef from the Muppets. Okay, if you say so. Yeah, it's 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 really good. He stuff.
2: only has one accent. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. It's not yeah. gonna sound like the, the Russian,
3: Swedish. the French, the yeah. Spanish it all is kind of melds into one. Correct. Um, so pretty brazen. I mean, broad daylight going in, just having stuff lined up, smash the case, grab the stuff, escape on bicycles.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, but what are you going to do with it? You're going to then take it apart and then sell off, off the pieces for oh, it's, on, it's on, you find. Listen on eBay, there, 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 there are it?
3: no there are collectors out there. They know that these there, there's artworks and stuff are stolen, mm-hmm. and they'll buy them. And then they just want to possess them. And they usually, they'll have them in a room within their house or something like that. Sometimes it's people in a an apartment and they hide them behind another painting. And it's just knowing that they've got it. People that have a lot of money and buy this stuff, these these stolen artifacts and jewels and stuff, they'll put them in a special room and they'll just go in there and look at them. And just like, nobody has this. Nobody knows I've got it. I've got this stuff that was made back in the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s, whatever it is, and nobody knows. And their front is they uh, do a radio show about boating. Indeed. Weird. Explains that uh, door off to the side of the studio you
2: never let us go into. Shh. You're not allowed in there. I want to see
3: what's inside, no, Greg.
2: No. You have, to have a, you have to be along to a special club. Yeah, I don't want you to know. belong to that club. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> 50 shades of Craig. There you uh, go. I'll leave it at that. All right, uh till next time. Remember whether it is sail or motor. Life is better as a boater. Safe about. boating everyone.
0: voted exclusively to the voting lifestyle
2: <laughs> dot com.